It's so good for us to be together on this third Sunday of Advent. This third Sunday of Advent that we have been exploring together the Holy Night encounters that led each of the characters central in the Christmas story to the manger. None of those characters got to the manger without God stepping into their life through an angel, through a messenger, inviting them to a journey, a path that they could have never arrived at on their own. So it's good and right on this Christmas Music Sunday for us to explore the role of the angels in the midst of every character. And we're going to do that through a passage in the Gospel of Luke. It's a passage that we read last week, but last week we focused on the shepherds. This week we're going to focus on the angels and specifically what they have to say, not only to the shepherds, but to all of us and to every character that arrives at the manger. So my dear friends, listen now for the word of the Lord to all of us this day. Listen, because this word could just change your life. This word could change your very path. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom God favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. Friends, this is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Remind us, O oh God, that you hover here, that you hover in this very sanctuary, just as you hovered over the waters of creation, just as you hovered over that field so many years ago. Remind us, O oh God, that you break into our life through words and song and holy encounter. So breathe new life into these ancient words that they may be your words to us here and now and breathe new life, O God, into the words of my mouth and into the meditations of all of our hearts that all would be acceptable and pleasing to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I wonder uh, how many times this has happened to you. You've just 
deplaned, you've gotten off the airplane after a very long flight, you've made your way to baggage claim, you've gotten your bag, you've made your way all the way to the rental car counter, and you're exhausted. You get the bag into the rental car, you put the key into the ignition, and you crank that rental car on, only to find that the previous driver has their music at full blast waiting to greet you when you crank up the car. How many, how many people has that happened to? All right, raise your hand if the music that you were greeted to, you would classify as music. I got to tell you, that happens to me every time I rent a car, and every time I crank on the ignition, the music that greets me is not what I would call music. If you don't believe me, uh, do this this week. Borrow one of your friend's cars and flip through the preset stations on their stereo and try not to judge them. When you get to preset number five, and if you haven't hit one of the stations that you most love here in Dallas, let's be honest. You begin to question your friendship just a little, don't you? I mean, how can I be friends with this person who listens to whatever this is? I wonder how many of you saw in the New Yorker this week there was a poem about this very thing. The poem was entitled, My Music. And it starts like this. I won't bore you with the whole poem. My music belongs to me, and it's awesome. My music is way better than your music. My music is so much better than your music, I pity you almost. Almost I would pity you if I were not disgusted by your jump change music. Oh, the truth is we all have strong opinions on the kind of music that we like. For instance, some of us are classical folks. Others prefer the opera. Some are rap and hip-hop. Some just like pop or EDM. Some of us like country. Nashville country, classic country, Texas country. Oh, we all have our opinions on what is real music, what is our music. Our music is the music that reaches deep within us. The music that is within our fibers of our beings and sets something on fire when we hear it. It's the music that moves us to great singing in the shower and even the music that sometimes draws a tear. Our music transports us back in time. It reminds us of our first love, of a particular season in our life or a relationship. Oh, our music has a way of speaking to us beyond words. Music that can even point us in a different direction towards a greater truth, a greater hope, a greater life. It can point us down a completely different path. So it's easy to understand why we are partial to our own soundtracks. Though I got to tell you, no matter our music, I think there is a common chorus that runs through each and every person. A common chorus that is found deep within our souls. A chorus that the angels sing throughout the Gospels as they invite each character to the manger. I think the angels awaken a chorus that is deep within Mary and Joseph. A chorus that's deep 
within the shepherds and the magi. Have you ever thought about it? The angels have the same message. They say the exact same thing to every character in the Christmas account. No matter the character, no matter their social hierarchy, no matter their past, no matter where the angel seems to have found them, the angels have the same message. Fear not. Do not be afraid. Do not fear. For I am bringing you good news of great joy. Oh, I think that's what the angels tap into, into each one of our characters. They tap into that mighty chorus for all people, a refrain that speaks deeply and inspires us, that chorus that is deep within us, but we are sometimes afraid to allow it to shape our life. And every person who hears the angels, every character who lets that mighty chorus shape their life ends up on a path that they would have never taken on their own. Angels. That's what angels do. They're messengers. They're messengers of good news, of of, of comfort, of love and peace. Angels are messengers to a new way of life. They're like music in that they point us toward and draw us into something bigger than ourselves. Oh, friends, I think deep within us, we all long to hear that chorus. We all long to be reminded of that mighty course that claims us and reveals to us that it is true, not once long ago, but it's true for us here and now, no matter the season of our life. Friends, I wonder what music is making up the soundtrack of your life today. Because the good news is this. No matter the soundtrack, we all share the same chorus. So fear not, be not afraid, do not fear. I am bringing you good news of great joy. That's an invitation to live a different way of life. It's an invitation to take a different path. It's an invitation to faith. And my dear friends, even though we may stray from that chorus from time to time, the good news is always waiting to be heard and to be sung again. So on this Christmas Music Sunday, may we each hear this heavenly chorus anew so that we too can sing the refrain. May we dare to have the faith to follow where that chorus will lead us. Just like Mary and Joseph, just like those shepherds and the Magi long, long ago. Let us pray. Holy God, we believe. Help our unbelief. For we pray in Christ's holy name. Amen.